Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Hello, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters, listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the Talk Show for Talkers. And we always look forward to your comments, your questions, feedback. Indeed, we regard it as evaluations. So please contact us if you have anything to let us know about. You can also listen to previous shows on our website, irishtalkers.com. And we also publish the Public Speaking Weekly. This is a roundup of links from the internet, all about Toastmasters, public speaking, confidence, leadership, contests, humorous speech, table topics, chief judge, contest chair. Anything you want to know about Toastmasters, we touch on it in our newspaper link. My name is Ted Melamphy, and I'm joined again this week by the prolific, persuasive, passionate Paul O'Mahony. Well, listeners, it's a pleasure to have the opportunity to be with you again this week. Thank you, Paul. And of course, we also have the mercurial, multifaceted, multitasking, mindful, motivating Mauro O'Brien. Now, you had me with that pause there, Ted. But it gave me the opportunity to think about how I was going to respond to you. The tenacious and tactical, tautological Ted... Thank you very much, Mara. Last week I was tangible. <laughs> well done. Thank you, Mara. And this week, Toastmasters would be Toastmasters and friends. We will have our usual, if you can call eclectic, usual, because eclectic is the complete opposite to usual, I think. So we will have a thought for the week. We will have a word for the week. In our second segment, have we got a surprise for you? We have a very, very special guest. And I'm just after getting thumbs up from that special guest. And I'm going to do something now that we have never, ever done on this show before. We have never mentioned in the first segment who we're going to have in the second segment. In fact, we used to even give the gender. But I'm going to tell you today because I said this person is a very special guest. This is a lady, her name is Mary Jo Shaheen, and she is coming all the way in from the Lebanon. You're going to be with us tomorrow to listen to some of the nuggets and the pearls of wisdom that Mary Jo is going to share with us. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. I'm going to give you my thought for the week. It's short and sweet. It's something that was given to us by Jim Rohan. I hope you're all familiar with that gentleman, Jim Rohan. I think he studied under one of the taught gurus back in the day. His name escapes me. You know, I had it for a second, and now it's, it's, it's after disappearing. But what Jim Rowan says to us anyway is, wherever you are, be there. Wherever you are, be there. On this show, we like to give 100% concentration to what we're talking about. And I think that's good advice. What would you think, Paul and Moira? Well, I'm a bit confused, Ted, to be honest with you, because I'm here, so how can I be there? <laughs> I like it, Mara. I like it. That's what you call your mixing metaphors. Somewhat, yes. But uh, I have to say, I don't really understand it. If I'm 
it's going to be here. Well, basically, I'm if I'm speaking to you more, I should be giving you full concentration and attention. Ah, That's I'm idea. with you, Ted. I'm yeah. with you. Now I understand. You okay, see, I'm thanks. simple-minded in my old age, Ted, you know. That's about in your younger age. <laughs> in my younger age, well, in my younger age, I was just um, stupid. Now, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. now so I'm yeah, simple-minded. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, Mara, and, and thousands would agree with me. And uh, Paul, what do you think? Well, I'm glad, Ted, for the opportunity to come back to the topic. The, the point <laughs> is, I think, here that it's highly unlikely that I am here. And the reason is that while I'm here talking with you all, and I'm looking forward to doing that, from time to time, other things flash through my mind. Memories of what you were like last week in comparison with what you're like this week. Memories of previous conversations about the Lebanon. Memories of what Moira was doing 10 minutes ago. So (laughs) I'm not fully here. And I think Jim Rowan is encouraging people to be in the place where they are. And I think you rightly call it to pay attention. But I think Jim Rohn is talking about a degree of attention, which is subject to the notion of continuous improvement, because there it is very unlikely you're going to meet anyone in your normal travels around society who is ever going to be with you to the exclusion of everything else. Nearly everybody has something else on their mind. And that's the challenge that every single speaker faces, which is how can I get people to be here today, now? And it's very difficult. Yeah, it's great advice for Toastmasters, our being a member of Toastmasters, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good point. Be in the moment, don't be living in the past and don't Mm. be trying to project to the future. Be in the moment. Well, being in the moment is is something that is very much, was it promoted to Toastmasters or to any person who is giving any sort of speech mm-hmm. as yeah. being a way to be more authentic. It's a terrible cliche that's used all the time. It's become so common that definitely you should never mention it in a speech. And there have got to be seven or eight better ways of talking about being in the so-called moment because it doesn't really clarify what it means. Toastmasters are in audiences. And the tricky part when you're in a club is how on earth can I get any of these people to pay any attention to me? Because half of them are thinking about Manchester United and Liverpool and the other half are thinking about it's my turn to speak next. What am I going to say? How am I going to do this? And will that person in front of me please move their head out of the way? And uh, they'd stop putting things in the chat. That is normal. Was he touching on mindfulness? Well, that's what the whole challenge in mindfulness is. It's to actually be able to focus and notice. But mindfulness is not so much about being exactly in the moment. It's all about noticing what's coming through your head, what feelings you're having, what imaginations you're having, and seeing them go past you as if they were floss on the top of a river. The thought that came to my mind is, out for an early morning walk and looking at or seeing the cobwebs on the bushes when they're crusted, when you can really see cobwebs. I think that is a clarion call for us to think about what might be coming in the word of the week. Yes, I think it is, Moira. Can we hear your word? Moira, you specialise in segues. Absolutely fantastic there. Yes, the word of the week, listeners, 
is Clarion. So let me first of all spell it for you. C-L-A-R-I-O-N. There used to be a hotel in Cork called the Clarion. Anyway, it's called Clarion. And it's a medieval trumpet. A medieval trumpet with clear, shrill tones. Not a not an instrument that we find very often in modern orchestras, but it is a trumpet. And it's a noun. It's also an adjective. And it's much more useful to you listeners as an adjective, because unless you're a musician, you're hardly likely to be looking for a medieval instrument or unless you're a curator in a museum. So let's assume you're neither a curator of musical instruments. So it's an adjective and it's a word which you wouldn't come across unless you were a pretty fluent speaker of English, because has many meanings and the cliche is that somebody gave a clarion call to action which of course means a clear shrill pungent call to action loud and clear it has the notion of brilliance clarion so it's not just any old loudness and clarity it's brilliant because it has to do with as we said, shrill notes, which tend to be, shrill tones rather, it tend to be top notes, high top notes. So they're not bass notes, they're top notes. So when somebody speaks in that way, best to use it exactly. And here's a little phrase that uh, was used uh, earlier this year. Out of the din, out of the fog, out of the noise, here's a heads up. A clarion call, a positive moment to note. So it's something that's striking. Just imagine a bell, one of these bells in a cathedral being struck, a high-pitched bell. So that'll give you an idea. Now, let me ask you both a question, guys. When do you think this word entered the English language? Ted, when did it enter the English language, clarion? 15th century, I'd say. Uh, wrong. I would say around Shakespeare's time, which is what? Wrong. Uh, wrong? wrong. Okay. I love saying I love saying wrong because it's it's not an evaluative word. It's basically a judgmental word, isn't it? Fourteenth-century word in terms of its use, and medieval was the clue because it's a medieval bell. Therefore, it had to be used back in medieval times. So it's a fourteenth-century word. But the clarion call to action came into the English language at the start of the nineteenth century. Now, you may or may not be interested in using the word. And if you are interested in using the word, you might want to know a few other words that are closely related to it. You might want to come up with a synonym. Any suggestions, guys, on what might be a synonym for the word? Saxophone. Cornet. Cornet. A bell. A synonym. <laughs> For the adjective, let's uh, take it for an adjective. What would that be? Clarion. Yeah, a clarion call. Yeah. A loud call, a vociferous call. Oh, yes. Well, an angelic, an angelic call. Mm. Sonorous. Sonorous, that's a good one. Sonorous. Sonorous is nice. Piercing, resounding, clangorous. Now, there's one, clangorous. Ear-splitting. Mm-hmm. The reason I said angelic is that I have seen pictures of angels 
with the clarion as a trumpet, and they're using it. In fact, on top of St. Finbar's Cathedral in Cork, there are angels up there on top at the entrance, up over the entrance with the clarions. Very good. Uh, Ted, you work for the tourist board. There are lots of people <laughs> coming to Cork to see those angels. Yes, that's true. I think we've had enough of a clarion call today. What do you think, guys? I think so, yeah. I think we should put out a call for the next segment, which is going to come up in 24 hours' time, less 15 minutes or so, give or take. At that time, we will be introducing our next and most important guest, who is going to be joining us from the Lebanon. We'll see you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.